stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 23 and I am Tawny Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We are here to debunk some more junk. And we're always picking up junk. Always. The, ju- the, the junk collecting and cleaning up <laughs> tends to go on forever. Right? It's always junk. Well, it's sort of like how we always have to clean our house. Yes. Right? We always have to pay our bills. We always have to do our dishes. There's always dishes in my sink. Right. Mm-hmm. Until you do them. so Until I do them and then right. there's more dishes. So <laughs> doing this kind of work, presence work, is sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Just it's something you need to keep practicing and doing. Right, gotcha. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, welcome back. Good to see yeah. you. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to be in the studio with you. Yes. Last after, week we weren't. That was kind of weird. Yeah. Worked mm-hmm. out okay. Yeah, it was good. You have a really nice office. I really like things um, nicely put together. Yeah, <laughs> that is clear. <laughs> Had the nice bookshelf in the back and the yeah. lights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm happy you're back too, though. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, nice. it was a little Good weird, to be back. but anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So last week uh, we talked about noticing. Mm-hmm. We finally defined that for people, and some people had asked for that, and we ended up having quite a week around that. Mm-hmm. I ended up noticing a lot of things. And if you and if you go to our Facebook group of the same name, Breaking Up With Our BS, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see Tawny and I had a midweek conversation for about 15 minutes or so about noticing and had some more people pointing things out around this. And it came up around a lot of different things. So um, one of the things that came up was people asked, okay, well, if you notice things in the present, as we talked about last time, you notice, you sit with, um, and then you kind of stay there, right? Instead of going into analysis, well, how do you do that and have make plans or have mm-hmm. goals? Mm-hmm. So that was something that came up a lot about. So we had talked a little bit about maybe expanding on that side of things a little bit more because doing presence work does not mean at the expense of never thinking about your past again or not making plans for the future, right? Right. Okay. So what comes up for you with that? What would you like to explain to people? Right. So planning for the future or planning you know, out your week on your schedule or something like that isn't thinking about the future in terms of getting caught up in it and Mm -hmm. overthinking and overanalyzing and which, what will happen if I don't do this or if this, then, you know, so it's just putting sort of some order Mm -hmm. to, you know, the upcoming week or the upcoming month. Mm -hmm. Right. So that we have some sense of like, okay, I'm going to work out in the morning and then I'm going to, you know, do the dishes at lunchtime, right? <laughs> so we have some sort of idea right. about what we'd like our our sort of schedule to look like. Okay. And, the, and the other thing that's really important, too, is that noticing and doing can happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. We don't have to just sit. Sit and notice. <laughs> sit and notice. We can notice things as we're doing them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think. I don't I, know why I found that so funny, but I just did. We can do things and notice them at the same time. I can walk and chew gum right. at the same time. Right. So we could be in the middle of doing something, in the middle of right. an action step for one of our goals. Mm-hmm. And we could be noticing at the same time. Yeah. And that actually happens a lot, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, it's 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 funny for all the for all the ideas of the great thinkers being people who just sat 
and thought. <laughs> if you actually, if you study a lot of them, as I have in history, some of their biggest realizations came when they were in the middle of doing things. Mm-hmm. They were living active lives and they, it kind of came to them and then they found a place to write it down. Yes. And then think about, it. yeah, so this idea, I think it's an important one. Now, what about, I mean, you're talking about schedules. Mm-hmm. What about plans that that people have in life, like long-term plans or hopes that, I mean, there might be a few more stories. Like for example, my plan is to someday get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. As we've seen from talking with our listeners, those are areas where a lot of BS stories can come up, right? About when is that supposed to happen in what order? When is it too late? Um, is it going to happen for me? You know, all those relationship uh, questions come up. What about stuff like that? Like how do we, plan or how do we then say these are things I want to do in life we talked about me publishing my book last week how do we do that how do can we make plans for those things and still notice stay present right keep the bs stories at bay are you d- differentiating between plans and goals or are you putting them in the same bucket plans oh and goals? i might have i might have put them I don't in the know same i'm just wondering that's a good question um are they different well what comes to mind about, for example, getting married and having kids, Okay, that does depend on other people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have full control <laughs> over, over that whole scenario. Right. There's, right? You, only have so much you can't just like go to the store and uh, pick out, pick you know, <laughs> like some, you know, a person to marry and some kids. Right. Because also with that is to be happy. Right. Like happily married, right? Successful marriage. Right. Nobody goes into Maybe. and says, I really want to get married, have kids, and then have it all blow up. Typically, we aren't looking for it to <laughs> look like that. <laughs> Typically. Okay. Right. So so that would be, if we're just looking at goals, right? That could be a dream. Okay. That could be a, you know, I would love to experience this aspect of life dream. that oh. might be mm-hmm. available to me. Okay. A, a goal is going to be something that maybe you have more complete control over. Rather than something like that. Okay, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Something that, that it's, that's achievable on the basis of your own, to a certain degree. Yes. Probably most things require other things. You need, you know, publish a book, I need somebody to Even that. Want. Right. Even in publishing a book, do you have 100% no. control over that? You're you not. don't. So right? that's more like a, okay, that's more like a, a dream. Uh, it could be a dream, and you can still have sort of some goals around that process. So, so goal of contacting ten different publishers. Right, that could be a great goal. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. By a certain time. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you're in control of that. You can set up a plan, or a structure, or a strategy oh. around working towards that goal. That's interesting. Okay, I think I was using them interchangeably. Mm. I think I was. Okay. And and I'm not sure exactly why. So cuz I'm you're drawing distinctions as I see it between plans, goals, even and dreams. Sure. Right? Uh, like I wonder if if part of the difficulty maybe of, you know, achieving goals is that we do combine them all in the same bucket? I don't know. Oh, you know, that could be the case. Just thinking on thinking back on my own life, I think there were probably times where I had dreams in mind, calling them goals, and then having BS stories come up because I wasn't reaching those goals. Right. Even though they might have been dreams. Right. And I didn't have 100% control over. 
Right. Well, and see, for me, growing up, growing up religious, there was always the, what does God want me to do? Mm-hmm. What is God's plan? What's that destiny? And I think we all have language around that. You know, what's, what's, what's my fate? What's destiny? What's the universe want for me? What does God want for me? There was always that. So there was always, but, but again, even if follow that all the way through is true, I only have so much say in that too, right? <laughs> yes, that's true too. <laughs> like, so that, I think actually I have done that quite a bit. I don't think mm-hmm. I've drawn those distinctions. And maybe, I, maybe that's been part of the problem. Boy, language can be important. Language is really important. Yes. Wow. We can get stuck in, um, you know, thinking that a certain term or using a certain term to Mm. mean a particular thing. And even when we're communicating, then we're using a a particular term. And then the other person maybe has a different sort of definition of that or experience with that term. And then here we go. um, Difficulty with communication. Right. And suddenly because words mean different things. Yeah. Or can mean different things in right. different contexts. All the more reason to connect with people in your conversations. <laughs> Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, asking the question. Whoa. Okay. Right. So, well, then that makes sense. So then, if if we if we're able to, you know, from a place of presence, able to see, okay, there we have the dreams here. Would love to experience that. I only have so much control over elements of that. I like that idea of then saying, okay, you know, to use the relationship example, I would love, you know. I'm going to speak, I'm, I'm going to speak more broadly here. If a dream is to get married and have kids, mm-hmm. it would sound to me then if that's the dream and you, I would like to experience that, what I can do as far as goals is I can have goals to prepare myself. I'd like to be as, um, I'd like to be as broken up with as many BS stories around relationships as possible. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make sure that I, I know that I can bring what I would want to bring to the table, whatever that might be. Emotional maturity, financial stability. I can take care of some of those things. Mm-hmm. Does that sound more accurate? Yes. You, cause you have control over those pieces. Right. Right. And then there's something about, you know, making vision boards and sort of really being able to identify sort of some of the dreams just to kind of put them out there and keep them top of mind. There's nothing wrong with that at all either. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. I was be just super asked helpful. to make a vision board today, okay. as a matter of fact. Yes. So, oh man. Yes. So, <laughs> apparently, that's a message, <laughs> or at least I'm going to take it as one. How about that? <laughs> right. And yeah. and so having fun with that vision board. Yeah. And um, letting yourself go nuts with it, and then from there. But not looking, well, first, not looking at it as goals. Yeah, dreams. Um, they, dreams, concrete visions, steps. And then where, what need, what what do you have control over around what you can be doing to put yourself in the best mm-hmm. possible places to be able to manifest oh, I like those? This a, I like this a lot. Um, another example, like from that vision board idea, I like to travel a lot. Are you, are you a traveler? You like to travel. I, I like to go places. Sure. Yeah. I really want to go to Japan. Oh. We wanted to go to Japan. I lived in Hawaii as a kid, so I was around a lot of Japanese and East other East Asian cultures a lot. Always wanted to go. Want to go to a Japanese baseball game, mm. right? I know the history of the country, so I want to see all that. And I just envisioned putting like that on a vision board, right? But then the practical steps are, what do I need to do to make that happen? I need to save up the money. need to choose the right time. need to make sure I know where I'm going. How am I going to handle the language barrier? Those. So that would be another example Mm-hmm. Of the dream and then the goals. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's that's really good because that minimizes the 
BS stories. Because then if the dream is to do that and I'm finding it difficult to get there to reach the dream, I can focus on the goals. Okay, well, it's because I'm not hitting these goals yet. I don't have to create any major BS stories about that. No, and actually long-term goals. There's something about long-term goals that keep us too far away, like the gap from now until then mm. is, is, is quite large. And so it's not necessarily, unless we make it a part of our everyday somehow, right? So those smaller goals from the larger dream, mm. then we stay more current in the day-to-day and we get less caught up in the BS stories we don't get so around, far around, this is never going to happen or it's oh. going to take so long or I don't need to worry about that today because it's only one day and this thing's not going to happen for who knows how long, <laughs> right? And so then we push it out, we push it out, push it out, push, and then we beat ourselves up for not doing the thing that's going to get us to that particular goal slash dream. But that's not that's the problem with making that the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So would you then recommend, like, if you're going to have those dreams, obviously around travel, it's one thing that's a little more tangible than a marriage and family, right? Don't plan them out so far. Shoot for, shoot for sooner. Um, Cause I like this idea about going to Japan sooner rather than later. Sure. Is that what you're telling me to do? Sure. If it's realistic, if it's realistic, right, right there, that's the other part too, because if we set something up that isn't realistic or I mean, right. As a goal. Right. Right. Then we could then get caught up in those BS stories too. Mm-hmm. Also. So the presence allows us to get clearer and be more open and curious around possibility for sure, but then also sort of s- some realistic um, sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, th- I can see, too, the advantage there is, if, is, you know, present with that and you're taking those little steps with those little mini goals, like for the sake of a travel, like I'm going to put aside this much money every pay period. Every time you do that, you feel good about taking that step. Fewer stories about that. Oh, I'm moving in that direction, moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because then, boy, that frees up a lot of bandwidth then, doesn't it? Emotional bandwidth. Yes. And that saving, you know, putting a few bucks away every month, that makes it more realistic mm-hmm. because you're actually taking action in areas that then offer more opportunity for that particular dream to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the closer or the more in time we are with, what it is that we're trying to achieve, yeah. yeah, that does keep the BS stories, you know, at bay a little bit. So I, I'm wondering about this. I know when I've struggled with these things before, and it might be now because I've been mixing up terms, like, you know, I'm going to have to spend some time maybe. on that. That's yeah. kind of cooking my noodle right now. But I know that by not doing things like that, having those dreams and maybe not setting those specific goals, it, it became easier for me to not only listen to those BS stories, but then because they would lead to things like, dejection or, you know, I'm not going to do this or this isn't going to happen to not take the steps to make them happen. So instead of putting aside that money in the pay period, I turn around and buy a bunch of superfluous crap that I don't really need. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel better in the moment. So like some retail therapy, as some people call it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, because that's where that comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you're just hanging on to the BS stories. You're not getting clear about what they are, how Mm -hmm. they creep in and keep you in a state of stuck or disappointed or 
pissed off or whatever, frustrated, yeah. keeps you in that state of then sabotaging, right? And then it's just, it feeds upon itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. Like that cycle of like, where do we pop out of the cycle? Where do we do that, right? Right. <laughs> where do we break out of it? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. And I guess the, the first step is to see that that's what you're doing. And that's what softening and getting, getting present, breathing into the belly, doing all those things helps, helps kind of sift that out has been my experience. Mm-hmm. Although it's going to be interesting sitting and doing some presence work, thinking about this, this whole goal, you just totally cooked my noodle. I'm telling you, I'm having trouble staying. And I'm wondering, I, 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 the whole, the whole right. movie of my life is spinning in my head going, Uh-oh. oh my gosh, I've done this. Oh, it's not bad. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It just, it's really got my attention. Like, oh man, how many of these stories are because I've been, not because I've been mixing up terms, but I just haven't drawn that distinction. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, And, and this is just sort of what I've learned over time with my clients and in my own practice and sort of what I do. So there's certainly probably maybe some other um, folks out there that would maybe say, this is a bunch of BS, right? Like, I don't know, right? <laughs> so there's definitely space for that. But I, but but getting clear about the way in which, you know, what's working for us and what's not working for us. Yeah. And just, you know, putting goal and dream or wish together in the same bucket usually creates some BS stuff because it's, that's a big takeaway right there. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, not as clear as we need it. Yeah. And then we're beating ourselves up and all kinds of things, sort of the domino effect comes from there. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not sure there's a lot of people who would necessarily be saying there's a bunch of BS there. I, I understand why you said that. But, you know, one of the things that for me, I, it reminds me of something a friend said to me not all that long ago when I was in the middle of this cycle of really doing a lot. You remember this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where I was doing an enormous amount and she said to me, what are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to? And that got me to stop and pause a little bit. And then I ended up framing it a little bit of a different way. I was living life like I was running out of time. Mm. I was telling myself this story that I was running out of time and, and the story was fed by late 40s, you know, no kids, <laughs> no partner, right? Want to publish a book. And I only have so much time, right? I was Mm -hmm. feeding that. And so suddenly without, by listening to those BS stories, even not necessarily consciously all the time, I was driving myself into the ground Mm -hmm. with everything I was trying to do. And of course, what was really problematic about it was I didn't think I was doing a very good job of it. Mm -hmm. So I was telling myself these stories of you're not doing this well enough. You're not doing this fast enough, not doing this good enough. And, ugh, right? So- what I'm, what I'm experiencing here in contrast to that is, okay, set the goal of a place to go, a trip, um, or the case may be, and then just got to stay in the moment with these shorter term goals that you can hit and then just go to the next one and the next one. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the way to prevent from trying to do too much too fast and listening to those stories. Because I know that those stories, had I been planning those things out and not making this so such an urgent thing to do, whatever it might be. I think it was slowed down. And this is where noticing is really important because what you would have noticed is I'm running myself into the ground. Mm-hmm. You would have noticed I'm tired. You would have noticed why isn't this, you know, why am why am I feeling like this isn't good enough? What is it about yeah. this 
oh, I'm telling the story that things aren't happening fast enough. Yeah. Right. You would have noticed all of that in real time because I, I'll say you are right about um, time. Um, the reality is <laughs> we're running out of time. We are running out of time. Right. <laughs> okay. It's, there's not an infinite amount of it. Totally. Right. right. So that is reality. Sure. And it doesn't have to be a problem. And if we want to get the best out of our, out of ourselves during the time that we have, mm-hmm. we also want to renew and we also want to recharge. Running ourselves into the ground for the sake of getting all the things done because I don't have enough time isn't going to ever mm-hmm. get the best out of ourselves. No. And we're not going to enjoy the process anyway. No. So time does involve energy management. Oh, and it's and it's a lot more about energy, really, than it is about it's time a, in that sense. A lot more. If we've got energy <sighs> in the space of time, if we are using our energy in ways that are the most beneficial for us in the space of time, we're going to get the things or experience get the things done or experience the things that we want to experience. All of those yeah. things that were uh, you you noticed or your friend noticed, mm-hmm. right? Because you'll be more strategic right. around how you use your energy, right? How you refuel when mm-hmm. you renew, when you recharge. We had this conversation this week, didn't we? <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm laughing. If those of you who are watching on the video feed can see me kind of laughing at myself because um, speaking of recharging, is this a good time to tell a sleep story? Yeah. Okay. We got some time. Um, speaking of that, I'm experiencing that right now. Earlier this week, coming off of last week's show, everybody, uh, Tawny and I ended up having some more conversations about, because there were some things about, that I came out of that show kind of unsettled. Mm-hmm. around just I noticed oh, I'm unsettled around some of these things in about noticing and long story short we got to this discussion about energy versus time and it sort of emerged from the conversation that I have not been getting enough sleep for a really long time now I've been aware of this this is nothing new mm-hmm. but this fits in with that because Part of that trying to live everything, get everything done, is that that was often a BS story is I don't have enough hours in the day. So I have to push it. I have to sacrifice some time to do all these things. But the problem that I had was I was caught, I've been caught in this cycle for a while now of feeling like I don't get enough stuff done during the day. So at night, when everything calms down, I end up staying up later and later and later, don't get enough sleep. And so then that's when you put out the energy versus time thing. Yes. And since then, I've been, I actually put myself on a bedtime. I got to out myself here. First time since I was a kid that I've actually put myself on a bedtime. Nice. I know. And I've gotten seven and a half hours of sleep on average this past week where it was six the week before. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how different I feel. I can't even describe it. It's so much better. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding I'm getting more done. Right. And more sleep. And so more you're getting sleep. more done and more sleep because you're working with energy uh-huh. as opposed with time. Yes. And mm-hmm. less BS stories because I'm less foggy in my mind. And if this makes sense, less foggy in my body. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like sleep just, is for the body. <laughs> right. Just feel more connected. Yeah. See, it's, right? it seems, and if it seems really obvious to all of you out there, great. I'm glad you don't have any problem with sleeping like, like apparently I have had. But that's exactly what we're talking about, right? Because if the story is, I got to live life urgently at the sacrifice of, in this case, sleep, but it could be anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we're on the wrong, we're on the wrong track. Yes. On the wrong track. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you noticed your energy improved because you got the amount of sleep that is beneficial for your body. At 48 years old. I'm finally finally internalizing this one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know. We put our kids on a bedtime all the time. And then it was just like for at some age, uh, we're like relieved of a bedtime, right? Yep. Like, what is that about? I never got away from that. Oh, <laughs> I, I threw it off in college mm, and never came back. Oh, my gosh. I love a bedtime. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so more energy, right? And so yeah. when we are optimal, optimally fueled, yeah. we're, we're, we're renewed, we're recharged, we aren't depleted. And yeah. in survival mode or just sort of like, you know, isolating ourselves or just sort of like, you know, too depleted to pay attention to anything. Mm-hmm. We're going to naturally notice more yeah. of what's happening internally, our own energy levels, what we need to do next mm-hmm. without all of the BS stories. It's just going to be that much easier to be in that noticing space. And yet, yeah, it's and, and I'm really seeing it. And then you put that side by side with, you know, getting good exercise, for example, and a healthy diet. I've been good on those for a while. Mm-hmm. So I, I've called this like the triangle, right? <laughs> those those three points, putting them together. It does make a difference because one of those things, all those three points have in common is you have to do them every day. You have to practice them. So it's kind of the same thing. You have to be present to do that, you know, to go to the yes. gym, to get enough sleep, to eat healthy, to make those good choices. So in some ways, I guess it makes sense if we're talking about presence in the body, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. We often take better care of our cars than of our bodies. What the heck? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. All right. So hopefully all of you listening that articulates a little bit more about how you can be, have be, be both present in the moment and not be ignoring all the things you want to do right going forward. Um, Tony, anything else you want to cover before we finish this up? Uh, we actually have 30 seconds, so we you have 30, 30 seconds, seconds to cover it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. What else do we want to cover? I don't, I don't, I don't Where know. Where should we go next? Any idea? You know, I I want to go and talk a little bit about sort of like, what do we do with all of this energy now to live our best lives? Okay. Right? Our purpose? Uh, our purpose. Yeah. That's where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's where we will go. Mm-hmm. We're committing to it right now. So- Next week on Breaking Up with RBS, we will talk about purpose. Uh, Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out our Facebook page at Breaking Up with RBS and join that. Check out our YouTube channel under the same name. You can catch this as a podcast anywhere you get your podcast. And of course, you can listen to it live Saturday mornings on 106.9 Warm uh, FM in Seattle. So until next time, I am JDK Winnegan. And I am Tani Santabria. And thanks for breaking up with some BS with us. We'll see you next week. I'm in my groove. Here we go.